It's still the same. Let's get it. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in a console. Keep the semi when I ride. Little penny when I drive. In the city, we gon' slide. Bet I be there pronto. <laughs> you know what time it is. It's the Chop Up Show. It's your boy, The Conscious Lee. George Lee, don't forget the Lee. GeorgeLeeSpeaks.com, where you can find me at for all the workshops, professional development, diversity and inclusion. You know what I'm saying? That's where you can find it. I also do consulting and keynote speaking. And you know what I'm saying? I host as well. Holler at your boy. Yeah. And it is the political plug. Damo, we in here very early on, y'all. This is a uh, it's a Wednesday, 119 out here on the West Coast. But we getting it in, man. Uh, we got a lot coming up this week. You know what I'm saying? In, in the personal lives. So we're going to bring y'all something today real quick. Just so we can, uh, you know, not leave y'all without the chop up for too long. You know what I mean? We missed last week. Uh, so today, what we doing is ask the chop up. You know what I mean? George and I, we feel like we know if we know some things. And if y'all wanted any perspective or anything, y'all wanted to ask us and get get our uh, 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 perspective on. Today's the day to do it. Uh, we actually got one comment or one question already in there from King Kivo, which is a great place to get it started. Who's the uh, uh, what's the opinion on them giving Juneteenth national spotlight? George, where it started out, bro. Uh, for me, man, I feel like I got mixed feelings on it because I think that is I like, like a part of me feel like it's long overdue for it to have been, you know, made a holiday. It should have been made a holiday a long time ago. But I think the timing of it becoming a holiday right now with everything that's going on with all the performative activism and corporate uh, corporate companies and uh, mainstream being able to monetize all yeah. the pain and suffering of black folks on the back end. And they already profited off our pain and suffering on the front end. You know what I'm saying? To me, I feel like that's the mixed part for this part about it. It's been a whole bunch of black back businesses that's been able to sell T-shirts and sell, you know what I'm saying, different paraphernalia for us to be able to celebrate Juneteenth. And now they're going to be washed out because you're going to be able to go buy you a 5 or $6 T-shirt and say happy yeah. Juneteenth or free-ish or whatever from Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I haven't seen Old Navy had it, you know what I'm saying, a big-time kind of thing. And then the second thing or whatever, you know what I'm saying, is the, the critical race theory part to me. As, a, as an educator and as, you know what I'm saying, as a person that really understand critical race theory, they actually study critical race theory, they can name you a couple of books and a couple of authors of critical race theory. It's a big ass contradiction in us being able to acknowledge Juneteenth as a national holiday at the same time banning critical race theory as a national holiday. Because it's like we teach our students that Emancipation Proclamation is the piece mm-hmm. of education that freed the slaves. Mm-hmm. And then we celebrating Juneteenth. I think you're going to be put in a weird-ass position if you in a state that's outlawed critical race theory or that's outlawed, you know what I'm saying, you talking about race at all, and you and, and you trying to talk about how the Emancipation Proclamation didn't do what it was supposed to do, and you have to wait till Union soldiers in Galveston, Texas, for them to go down there and tell them that, you feel me? Yeah, Theory, we definitely earned it. Shout out to Toya G. Happy birthday, you know what I'm saying, to my OG, to my big sis, you feel me? You know what I mean? Today we're doing the Ask the Chop Up, you know what I'm saying? So if ever been questions you want to ask us, you know, uh, I guess uh, uh, that's the question you want to ask Toya specifically. You know, what I'm <laughs> right? Because there's a few conversations that we want to have that we definitely want her here to have. Yeah, yeah make sure um, we're here to have. So we ain't gonna have those, but we will have a conversation about Tyler, the 12 year old that was abused for being gay in Atlanta, Georgia. You know what I'm saying? It's an update on that situation for y'all that want to know. He has been removed from the home. I think that as a community, we can talk about the cycle of the foster care and being in foster home. There has been a GoFundMe set up. You can go, you know what I'm saying, to uh, Hope Giselle's uh, page 
or I think uh, I can't even think of uh, uh, I think bro last name Ward. I can't think of first name, his first name or whatever. I think yeah. Karen Ward. You feel me? They're on Instagram. So they have a GoFundMe set up that you know what I'm saying that's, uh, that, that you get to. We also want to have a conversation about consent and coercion, and I think that both of those conversations not require. Troy to be a part of this conversation. Like it'll be uh, and plus her and plus her perspective is always dope anyway. So it's like oh, yeah, why why not have that? Uh but in terms of in terms of my perspective on, on Juneteenth getting that national spotlight, here's the thing. Um not only do you have these efforts to uh kind of demonize and criminalize critical race theory, Republicans just uh filibustered the for the people act. And it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a, uh, it was a piece of legislation that was created to protect the voting rights of citizens in different states. Now, currently, states have con, uh, pretty much have a free way to kind of operate elections how they choose to operate elections. You feel me? But, but, uh, what has been happening currently is that there are certain states that are actively operating to disenfranchise the uh, minority and uh, actually poor citizens. Like for example, what happened in 2016 that had to do with North Carolina when they were sued by the NAACP, that they they were actually, the the, uh, appeals court literally pointed out how the state's only uh, uh, reason for enacting these laws were to disenfranchise their black voters. So this piece of legislation was was created to create some type of federal uh, guidelines associated with voting so that states dictated by Republicans who are pushing these efforts to undermine the right for black people to vote, uh, it's supposed to hedge against that. But Republicans who are actively using uh, the restrictive voting law effort in order to undermine the the, the ballots of black people, they filibustered. They got up there, pretty much ran out the clock. Conservative contradictions. You know what I'm saying? They pretty much ran out the clock. And so at the same time, while we're recognizing Juneteenth as a federal holiday, we have an entire faction that operates in government that's solely built, you know what I mean, to undermine black people, right? Republicans are actively working to undermine the enfranchisement of black people. You know what I mean? And it's playing out while we have all these celebrations, while we have all this these performative acts of liberalism, you feel me? This these these progressive um, gestures, but I mean, if you can't protect the rights for black people to vote, like you, you can't do shit for us. Definitely. Uh, so that was my opinion on that. The next question: uh, How y'all feel? Yeah. How y'all feel about Candace Owens not wanting to debate Kim? Terrell Robinson. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, I'm about to say I'd have to, I have to look up who Kim Klasik is, but I'm like she she Republican, so I'd be interested in knowing what the angle they're trying to debate on. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, Kim Klasik. Let me see. Yeah, I, I looked up, you feel me? You know what I mean? She a black Republican woman as well. Um, I'd definitely be interested on what angle would they be debating on, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't I, I don't I don't know about none of that. You feel me? Let's see why they feuding. Um according to Newsweek, uh Owen, she created controversy when she brought up Dr. Fauci. Where's the beef? How'd the feud begin? The feud between Owens and Klasik appears to have begun on Friday, June 18th, when the former tweeted that President Joe Biden making Juneteenth a federal holiday was the Democrats trying to repackage segregation. In several uh, tweets posted after Biden signed the bill officially making June 19th a national holiday, 
Owens said she would be celebrating Independence Day on July 4th, but not Juneteenth, which commemorates the day that the last slaves were told they were free in 1865. Uh, in a now deleted tweet on June 18th, Classic quote tweeted a post from Owens that said, sometimes I wonder when, if ever, black America will wake up to the psychological welfare and perpetual brainwash to believe everything is racist. Uh, Classic wrote in a reply to the tweet, believe it or not, many in black America are very aware that the fight is classism rather than racism. Unfortunately, the loudest mouths with the largest platforms represent the majority. This might come to a shock to you because of the lack of engagement, your lack of engagement with black people uh owens did not reply to the tweet and classic explained to a twitter user who later claimed that candace's grip is too strong uh that she deleted her post as she decided i would just prove it rather than talking about it on twitter uh so essentially what she she kind of reverse racism her ass bro yeah kim classic reverse racism her ass she said bitch everything ain't about <laughs> like everything ain't about uh racism why you jump in the call to uh Democrats racist? You're doing the same thing that the Democrats do. Like, so she really kind of pulling her conservatism yeah. card, bro. She she really got oh I mean to be yeah, honest, like how I feel about that. Cool. I'll be entertained by it, I guess. I see the sound clips from it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I'm I'm not even I'm sure I wouldn't even be impressed by the sound clips. I think this though, I think uh I think like these types of again. When they when, when you have people operating in that same Democrat versus Republican space, that huh. same nonsense conversation, even Republican versus Republican, that's not us. That's not for us. We like that shit is not, you know what I'm saying, to no benefit. Yeah, you know I mean, like it like at the conversation that they having really it, they it, it's not even it's not even the actual beef. You know what I'm saying? Like I think from really what it looked like, Kim Clayson is trying to, you know what I'm saying? She she could be accused of clout chasing. She could be accused of cloud chasing, um, but not something that I'd be wholly interested in, though, for real, for real. George? Yeah, Janet, Janice Johnston, you know what I'm saying? Uh, as consciously, why do you always comment on negative energy Candace Owens says about black people? I is no annoying when people continue to post her ignorance and she continue to stay relevant. Uh, Janice, um, what I think about that right there is that Candace Owens is already kind of being circulated. So I feel like uh, my perspective on her, you know what I'm saying, um, what you're characterizing as being uh, negative energy, um, I think that it's required. <laughs> and I think that um, Candace Owens being somebody that talks about facts over feelings, that always talks about research, that always talks about being able to be logical and being commonsensical and being practical and pragmatic, things like that. I think that, you feel me, she should be able to stand hold to some criticisms that are also coming with logic, research, and you know what I'm saying, facts over feelings type shit, you feel me? Um, I hope that answers your question and thank you for your question. I mean, but I also think that ultimately when you have people that have these types of platforms, it's necessary to have the pushback because the same voice is dominant. Like you, you constantly hearing this. Like you, you're hearing the people with the most influence instead of actually hearing both sides. And that's, I mean, really, that's why you end up having so many people thinking Candace Owens is right because they don't hear shit else. Like people, really, like it's a, it'll it'll surprise you how often people make shit make sense in their head, and when it's and it's when it's just a little bit of scrutiny, it all collapses. 
Like because you ain't you ain't took you ain't took in no other information to be able to solidify that, right? It's like you haven't questioned any part of it. So when a motherfucker question it, you confused. You feel I me? Mean? That's the type of people that follow Candace. Oh, that's the type oh, of people. In, into hey, into now that Iggy, hey, now shout out to Iggy. Now that Iggy didn't say what uh, by saying came in and said what that now. Okay, now I, I think now that I guess understand the question a little bit differently. You know what I'm saying? I think that the necessary pushback. I think I think it's a necessary pushback, especially with me to having a, having a little bit of a platform compared to a big platform, but having a little bit of platform. It's important to give logical pushback to what she's saying. You feel me? A lot of times she gets to use the different dog whistles and a lot of pseudo intellectual ass ways of being able to find statistics and find claims to talk about black people. You yeah. feel me? I just happen to be a trained debater and happen to be an educator and happen to be a professor. So I think that people like me should be ones that's pushing back. You know what I'm saying? I think that she uses a lot of pathological ways when she does usually engage black people, where she get to use true tropes of calling them emotional or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like really pathologizing them. Mm-hmm. When I'm already hip, that she's already evoking emotion when she uses and talks with the particular thing she's talking to from the lens she's talking about. You feel me? So I think that that negative energy has to be, you know what I'm saying, shit, acknowledged as what it is, negative energy. Because if you be yeah. real, when she's when she's talking about what she's talking about, people are sharing what she's sharing, half of it is not negative energy or how you're looking at it. Half of it looking at like this is black, this is truth that black people don't want to hear. Yeah. I, and that and that's the worst part of it. Because when you're able to say that, right, like you're able to kind of create a barrier between people trying to like push back to that nonsense. Yeah. And I think when like, especially when you're dealing with somebody like myself or like George, like the whole education portion is the most important. So even if I'm not directly talking to Candace Owens, people that talk to people that are informed by Candace Owens also need like the artillery. They need the weaponry. You know what I'm saying? They, they need the resources to be able to respond. So when they not on the internet, but having real conversations with people that's bringing that shit to them, they need to know how to respond to that shit. Definitely. You feel know I me? Mean? They need to be. They they really need to have the, to be equipped with the language to be able to look at how Candace Owens frames things, the straw man that she create, right? The racist dog whistles that George talked about. Be able to recognize that, call that shit out, and then and, and functionally undermine what them what those type of people try to bring because also like that's that's how people and it's fucked up to say this, but for some reason like black people, I ain't that's stupid. I, I, I ain't even no reason to say for some reason. Black people have been convinced that shitting on black people makes you sound smart. Off the like, real. <laughs> Off the like real. Black, black, yeah, black people have been convinced that if you like, yo, this is what's wrong with black people, you should be a part. Definitely. Definitely. So it's, so it's really about being like prepared, like being prepared to respond to that. Because a nigga, a nigga gonna get on his high horse. See, that's what's wrong with these see, niggas yeah. out here. Whether we talking about finances, whether we talking about relationships, whether it's whatever. Black people don't know how to spend money. Right? Black people don't know how to take care of families. Right? Black people don't know. Black people don't know how to be leaders. Right. Like all of those type of conversations, like make niggas feel like I got it. I figured it out. And everybody else is just scared to say it. That's why they're not saying it. No, motherfucker. They're not saying it because it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's why. You feel me? Uh, shout out to Iggy. Uh, we got any other questions in the chat? We don't really got nothing else for the time being. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll rock out for a little. We'll rock out for a little bit longer, man. Definitely, definitely. Um, but 
Uh, what I will say is, while I got the time, if y'all are looking for some interesting debates, <laughs> competitive debates on YouTube, right? Go to Solar Vision Debate League on YouTube. Like, if, you, if you're looking for some shit, like, like think battle rap meets debate. Solar Vision Debate League on YouTube. That shit is dope. Uh, I compete over there. George, George be over there with the uh, beating up on on them white folk on TikTok. Uh, I got some partners. You know what I'm saying I got some some Hebrew partners. You feel me? Black power partners. It's it's, it's all them type of conversations over there in a debate format. You feel me? Niggas go over there, fuck with that. It's tough. What are them challenge me? You said what? Did somebody? I said one of them to challenge me to a debate. Uh, nigga, you know they want the smoke, though. You know, hey, nigga, of course. Damn, you know man. they want the smoke, though. I'll be down, man. We have to, we, 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 you know what I'm saying? We have to talk about, you feel me? Like, what? You know what I mean? Have to be on, on both our pages at the same time, type shit. You feel me? Yeah. But, you know, I'll be down with that, you know? Yeah, yeah. We'll holler at Solomon. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's, the, that's my homie that run the league on YouTube. But that's uh that's Solar Vision Debate League. It's lit. The playoffs is going on right now. Uh, it's actually like a, a, a league type format. Uh, the playoffs is cracking. I just actually had a playoff debate on uh, Juneteenth. I debated uh, what would have a bigger impact if all black people voted or if all black people held their vote. You know what I'm saying? So it was an interesting conversation. Of course, I took the side that it would, it would be a bigger impact if all black people voted. Um, it was a very interesting dialogue because I was able to highlight some statistics to show. The, now, now, George, did you know that 95% of district attorneys in this country are white? Yeah, it, it makes sense. Exact number, but it makes definitely. Now check this out. When we talking definitely. about, like, when we talking about the criminal justice system in this last election, who was who was niggas harping about the most? President. The president. Yeah. Right. Now, if the district attorney got that much more of an impact than fucking Joe Biden, why are we wasting our time? Talking about Joe Biden and his past in criminal justice when it's a motherfucker sitting there that you don't know, don't know their name, don't know who they are, and they got the most influence and power on who get locked up in your community. Because I actually looked up a study uh, that that studied the impact of uh, minority district attorneys in uh, certain areas, and we see that per 100,000 citizens, having a black district attorney reduces the uh the incarceration rates or disparity between black and white citizens so it's, it's interesting conversations like that that take place you feel me so y'all come fuck with us over there solar vision debate league on youtube yeah man yeah george ain't the only nigga that be debating shit. i beat that nigga when we debate <laughs> hey niggas voted for joe biden <laughs> y'all go check that out actually we got some uh some of the y'all look at the hashtag debate me debates hey i feel like i feel like even if you already made the comment you feel me or i mean they already, they already made the comment you feel me i want i want to be like exactly but <laughs> <laughs> uh we do got janice uh i'll put this up another question Kwame Brown, what do you think about his platform? Should he be responding to negativity or keep his mind on what he's trying to do 
for black kids creating various programs. Um, so we actually already spoke on Kwame Brown before. Uh, we kind of, I mean, I mean, when he first came out, niggas felt his message. But then once you kind of learn more about like his paradigm, his background, uh, niggas kind of knew he was he 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 going the the other way. You feel me? Like the one thing that I don't ever want to take away from like people like Kwame Brown and, and even people who are like black conservatives, right? I feel like everybody has a function. You know what I'm saying? Like if a nigga's actually putting money in the community, if he like you can't take that away from him. And niggas shouldn't should niggas shouldn't undermine that or none of that. But no, he but, did do it to um to Matt Barnes. <laughs> he did, he did. But when but when you you can't mix that with like the social media beefs, you feel me? Like that's the those those things are separate. Cause like once you try to once you start positioning yourself. <laughs> 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 what you uh yeah shout out to the uh shout out to the mvp mr modest over here <laughs> shout out to the mvp though uh but once you start positioning yourself uh as somebody that's like i'm i'm like this guru talking about black people you know what i'm saying having these conversations I'm a, I'm a commentator on blackness and black life then you kind of position yourself uh, to be scrutinized based on like your par- your ideology and the impact of your ideology on black people. Like you as a person, as a black person, like Kwame Brown, as a black person may be producing some great things for his community, but his ideology reproduces negative impacts on black communities. And, and both of those things gotta be held into account. Man, for me, I think that uh, he'd be saying some, he, he said some great things, but I think that not even talking about necessarily his background, but like just in the videos that I've been able to catch, you know what I'm saying? Different things that he's been able to say. He also, some people that be, he also a person that love to use dog whistles. You feel me? Like when he was on Hill, you know what I'm saying? He talked about, you know, you're using your liberal democratic speaking points. You know what I'm saying? Dog whistles. You know what I'm saying? Shit, when he, when, when he was getting into it with, uh, Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes towards the end, he started talking and started trying to wander down basically. And he's literally appealing to the, 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 to me, like the anti-black dispositions that a lot of, you feel me, the white people that I feel like validations he's looking for the zaddies he talks about, he's looking for zaddy validation. We start talking about some man, um, ain't no white man, ain't no white folks ever talked to me in my life the way that them niggas talk to me. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no new, they didn't new KKK. Ain't no white person ever this, that, and the other. Them niggas is like to me, like to me, that, that type of psychology is so contradictory is because you caught everybody's attention by saying that these niggas was doing the white man's bidding right. by specifically tearing black men down. Right. You feel me? Now, right. when you got your platform, now you winding down, you feel me? And you starting to say white folks ain't ever did nothing to you. But you accusing niggas of doing the white man bidding. That's what got everybody attention to you. You feel me? And that part, yeah. right to me, I thought that was very like I felt like that's the part that was conservative, contradictory, very disingenuous. And then the last thing is when he started talking about you know uh, 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 people people getting mad at him. Basically, basically what Damo just said, he already knew it was gonna happen in this video I watched. So he tried to goddamn preempt it. By bringing up Candace Owens and saying that he's yet to see somebody use logic to be able to disagree with her. And she be saying real shit. This don't come from the black woman y'all want to hear from. 
In my mind, yeah. it's like, bro, you just think them about doing the white man's bidding and bringing niggas down. And then you pulled up Candace Owens. My argument is going to be that Candace Owens shit is structured by doing the white man's bidding right. that account many things, including bringing black men down. So I just, you know yeah. what I'm saying? That's the part to be about. You feel me? That's the that's the catch 22 of his shit. You feel me? Yep. And I mean, and, and when, we, when we talk about cog- cognitive dissonance, a lot of times we just, we, we look at it as just something that means that we can't internalize something that doesn't match with our core beliefs. It actually means, or as as well, not being able to uh, or have holding contradicting positions, like holding contradictory beliefs. That's what the conservative contradictions are, right? It's literally again having this, like for example, talking about doing the white man's bidding, all of these other things, but adopting an ideology that practice that uh, pretty much perpetuates the white man's bidding, right? Like the uh, 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 Judge Joe Brown is a white man. Bitter. like he's a he's a he's a he's an agent of white supremacy a white supremacy sympathizer he an agent agent of white supremacy you feel right. me? like so yeah you know i mean and so again you have all of this you got all of this smoke for these niggas that's made fun of you for your career you feel me but people that that literally attach themselves to negative destructive conversations that have to do with black people are the people that you ride with or the people that you side with you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit, that shit get done. That that that's what niggas don't niggas don't take that shit serious. I say it was so weird to the point where it's like you talking about always talking about mama's cooking and you talking about kind of preserving black men on media and shit, and then you invite Judge Joe Brown and y'all start talking shit about Lizzo and Cardi B where y'all really just deploying uh, the deploying respectability politics, being fat phobic and shit, and talking about you know what I'm saying slut shaming and shit. You feel me? It's like yeah. hey shit, hey. Regardless, contrary to popular belief, Cardi B cooking for she got she got a kid too. You feel me? You don't care about it. To me, I feel like it's just a lot of shit that just don't sit to me. It's just weird to me. Like, I don't know. Because I mean, because a lot of people, when you talk about like respect, like people look at that as like, yeah, what can be bad about respect? So when you say respectability politics, it's like, yeah, what's wrong with being respectable? No, like people don't call into question what it means, like the the function of who frames what's considered respectable and what's not. And the yeah. danger behind that, and that's what and, and people who consider themselves intellects that don't question the underlying foundation of why you believe what you believe that they're the best agents. They're the best agents because they go so far to to push what they understand based on the fact that it's the truth. Ain't no different than religion. Ain't no you. There's a faith that what you're saying is because it's what you know is what you've seen. So there's a faith that this is the the underlying truth, the underlying truth, and niggas ain't understanding that that shit is that that shit is situated yeah. foundationally by white supremacy. <laughs> hey, and just to give context, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? I was gonna go and explain it to you in an academic way, but you know what, man? I've learned in my social media days, try to simplify shit as much as I can. You know, so according to dictionary.com, respectability politics is a set of beliefs holding that conformity to prescribed mainstream standards of appearance and behavior will protect the person who is part of a marginalized group, especially black person from je- prejudice and uh, systemic injustices. And then here's the example they give. Black respectability politics embraces the illusion of a level of economic playing field. Respectability politics place blame on groups already hindered by discrimination. 
how I describe, you know what I'm saying, respectability politics is when you believe that if black people just pull their pants up, stop calling each other N-words and stop listening to rap music, we'll be all right. That's respectability politics. When you believe that if we appeal to the standards of mainstream America, then they will see our humanity instead of just trying to challenge the shit. You feel me? That justify them taking away our humanity. Because then respectability politics also don't work because you get to ignore niggas like Malcolm X and niggas like Martin Luther King. They got murdered, you know what I'm saying, one way or another, still engaging in respectability politics that you say we have to conform to now. You feel me? They didn't call them. They said, don't be, they said, be be King, not Malcolm, but they killed both of them. Kill both of them. It's just like respectability politics is ultimately victim blaming that allows for the perpetuator and the abuser or the culture and the practices of oppression get away. And you believe that, hey man, if black people just assimilated with white folks even more, it made white people feel comfortable. If you learn how to be able to, you know, adjust in the white world, then you'll be better. That's respectability politics. Now, the, uh, we ain't gonna stay too much longer. Yeah, we ain't um, staying too much longer. Shout out to Noel. Uh, but the last question is, uh, George, have you seen uh, have you seen Meg Stallion new video? I haven't seen her new video, but I do want to say this: niggas that fuck with Tory Lane, I don't fuck with. Uh, the baby, the little bit, whatever, that's some sucker shit. Like y'all, they, like niggas will justify any fucking thing, bro, and niggas will like say fuck a standard, like. And, and that's that's the biggest issue that I have with like popularity and popular shit and being the cool and the in crowd because it allows it like people coalesce around that bullshit. And if you can attach yourself to that fame and all that other shit, niggas can run off with that and justify the shit that you do because niggas want to be your friend. You still got some type of some type of value or whatever. I didn't even think Tory Lanez was ever that fucking big of an artist for niggas to even cut for that nigga like this shit. He, he, he really not shit with auto tunes. The nigga can rap a little bit, you feel me? But outside of that shit, like that nigga is not a, a, a key part of the month of, of motherfucking hip hop culture to justify being a nigga in rap in, tw- in 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 this fucking era, shooting a woman in the foot, shooting a woman in the foot. Niggas in right like rap music, hip hop culture already has a lot that we gotta account for and be better at when it comes to black women and violence. The last thing niggas need moving into an age where where people are more aware. Fuck woke, like we niggas and white people done already took that shit and ran with that shit. When niggas are more aware, moving into that era, it ain't no reason why we should be left behind as a fucking people, as a culture. That shouldn't be on it. Like it shouldn't be woke rap and all that. That shit. That shit shouldn't be fringe. Like as a people, we should reflect more. So our our culture should re- reflect more. So of the growth that we've had. And understanding how important black women are to our fucking community. So it's yeah, like it, it baffles me every day that this nigga that people do what they do and justify what they justify with this nigga Tory Lanez. Go ahead, bro. Uh man. I haven't seen I think yeah, uh I haven't seen the video, but I've seen parts of the video that's been controversial about her allegedly running over a politician that a politician believes could be her um i don't have no comments on that i believe that a lot of people that always want to talk about free speech and censoring and council culture is them that's conservative contradictions for y'all that don't know and i said it's a conservative contradictions um as for the toy lane shit, you feel me and the baby and you know what i'm saying this like this this this, this is what i say about that you feel me i also believe there's some contradiction shit too i believe that the culture of rap music 
calls for loyalty amongst niggas to to make them pick a side for doing far less than what Tory did to make it. Yeah. I'll give it at that. You feel me? Like I know I spent the block and niggas been chose to do way more to you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna think did that to them. I'm not you know what I'm saying. Or oh, I, I know I know people have chose I know people have done a whole lot more in response for a whole lot less than what Tory Lanez did. So the fact that the fact that she got really shot and it's like being, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So glad that y'all was able to join us for this quick ask the chop up chest and everybody. Yeah, that yeah, asked oh, yeah, one more question though. Uh, Noel asked, uh, is performative allyship the white version of respectability? And uh, I'm not sure. Nah. Uh, yeah, nah. Well, yeah. actually, it, it, well, oh, no, nah, I'm not sure. Nah, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, so, so I would take it out of respectability and put it more so in like white allyship more has to do with like progressive value systems. You feel me? Because when you like, because like because of the ideological differences, the way you know what I'm saying how shit is understood, you have. Hey, she right though. Yeah, it is. It is. Then it is. It is. Hell, no, well, hell yeah, it is. White folks now. Play perform play play allyship to come out as respectable, but in in a but in a more in a more liberal fa- because like for example when when black people are told to be respectable it's to be conservative when white people so but it's it's opposite for white people like today to be respectable you got to be more progressive yeah so that like that's so that's what I'm saying it's like a, of, but 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 also too in terms of mainstream because that's because when you look the definition up it's about appealing to mainstream and now that allyship has become more mainstream i would say yeah yeah definitely it's just the, that that's what it manifests to itself for white people yeah but i i, I need to watch this now it's like everybody has to put black lives matter everybody has to put you know what i'm saying hashtag like power fist or everybody had to you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, that they, I'm also along with the times, Damo. Woke. I'm woke. I'm woke too, Damo. Yeah. I'm respectable. I'm 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 not a racist. Yeah. yeah. And the usual so, yeah. point of allyship is how you go about proving that you're not a racist. Yeah, so it is. So it would, yes, that is. So it, yeah, man, man, think about it. Man, think about it. Man, think about it. But I feel like only from that perspective, though. Yeah. But uh, but I do, I think I do need to watch this video because they talking about niggas is pulling a can, talking about they feel for their life. And now this is from her video. So I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see what she's talking about. Um, we may the chop up, we, we may pop up live again uh when we got the opportunity. It'll probably be me and Toya coming up soon. But I will let y'all know it will get back to our schedule, you know what I'm saying? But it's summertime. We're kicking it. Uh thank you for everybody that was able to join. Thank you for everybody that asked questions. Make sure y'all subscribe to the page. We gotta end the show the same way we start the show. We out. Me, my guys, we really lie. Lord, forgive me, pay my ties. Please don't have me reach inside. And that's in the console. Keep the semi when I ride. Little penny when I drive.